Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. We will be starting with Jeremiah. 38 today. Shephatiah, son of Matan, Gedaliah, son of Pashur, Jehukal, son of Shelemai, and Pashur, son of Makajah, heard what Jeremiah was telling all the people when he said, This is what the Lord says. Whoever stays in the city will die by the sword, famine, or plague. But whoever goes over to the Babylonians will live. They will escape with their lives. They will live. And this is what the Lord says. This city will certainly be given into the hands of the army of the king of Babylon, who will capture it. Then the official said to the king, this man should be put to death. He is discouraging the soldiers who are left in this city, as well as all the people, by the things he is saying to them. This man is not seeking the, the good of these people, but their ruin. He is in your hands, King Zedekiah answered. The king can do nothing to oppose you. So they took Jeremiah and put him in the cistern of Malkijah, the king's son, which was in the courtyard of the guard. They lowered Jeremiah by ropes into the cistern. It had no water in it, only mud, and Jeremiah sank down in the mud. But Ebed-Melech, a Cushite, an official in the royal palace, heard that they had put Jeremiah into the cistern while the king was sitting in the, ben in the Benjamin gate. Ebed-Melech went out of the palace and said to him, My lord! The king, these men have acted wickedly in all they have done to Jeremiah the prophet. They have thrown him into a cistern where he will starve to death when there is no longer any bread in the city. Then the king commanded Elbed Melech the Cushite, take 30 men from here with you and lift Jeremiah the prophet out of the cistern before he dies. So Ebed Melech took the men with him and went to, to a room under the treasury in the palace. He took some old rags and worn out clothes. From there, and let them down with the ropes to Jeremiah in the cistern. Ebed-Melech the Cushite said to Jeremiah, Put the old rags and worn-out clothes under your arms to pad the ropes. Jeremiah did so. And they pulled him up with the ropes and lifted him out of the cistern. And Jeremiah remained in the courtyard of the guard. Then King Zedekiah sent for Jeremiah the prophet and had him brought to the third entrance to the temple of the Lord. I'm going to ask you something, the king said to Jeremiah. Do not hide anything from me. Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, If I give you an answer, will you not kill me? Even if I give you counsel, you would not listen to me. But King Zedekiah swore this oath secretly to Jeremiah, As surely as the Lord lives, who has given us breath, I will neither kill you nor hand you over to those who want to kill you. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, This is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. If you surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, your life will be spared and the city will not be burned down. You and your family will live. But if you will not surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, the city will be given to the hands of the Babylonians and they will burn it down. You yourself will not escape from them. King Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews who have gone over to the Babylonians, for the Babylonians may hand me over to them and they will mistreat me. 
They will not hand you over, Jeremiah replied. Obey the Lord by doing what I tell you. Then it will go well with you, and your life will be spared. But if you refuse to surrender, this is what the Lord has revealed to me. All the women left in the palace of the king of Judah will be brought to the officials of the king of Babylon. These women will say to you, they misled you and overcame you. Those trusted friends of yours, your feet are sunk in the mud, your friends have deserted you. All your wives and children will be brought out to the Babylonians. You yourself will not escape from their hands, but will be captured by the king of Babylon, and this city will be burned down. Then Jedekiah, Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Do not let anyone know about this conversation, or you may die. If the officials hear that I talked with you, they will come to you and say, Tell us what you said to the king, and what the king said to you. Do not hide it from us, or we will kill you. Tell, then tell them, I was pleading with the king not to send me back to Jonathan's house to die there. All the officials did come to Jeremiah and question him, and he told them everything the king had ordered him to say. So they said no more to him, for no one heard of this conversation with the king. And Jeremiah remained in the courtyard of the, of the guard until the day Jerusalem was captured. This is how Jerusalem was taken. In the ninth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with the whole army and laid siege to it. On the ninth day of the fourth month, Zedekiah's eleventh year, the city wall was broken through. Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came and took seats in the middle gate, Nergal Sharzer of Samgar, Nebo Sarsekem, a chief officer, Nergal Sharzer, a high official, and all the other officials of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah, king of Judah, and all the soldiers saw them, they fled. They left the city at night by way of the king's garden through the gate between the two walls and headed towards the Arabah. But the Babylonian army pushed them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. They captured him and took him to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, at Riblah at the hand of Hamath where he pronounced sentence on him. There at Riblah, the king of Babylon slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and also king of all the nobles of Judah. Then he put out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him with bronze shackles to take him to Babylon. The Babylonians set fire to the royal palace and the houses on the, of the people and broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, carried into exile to Babylon by uh, the people who remained in the city, along with those who had gone before him and the rest of the people. But Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, left behind in the land of Judah some of the poor people who owed nothing. At that time, he gave them vineyards and fields. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had given these orders about Jeremiah through Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard. Take him and look after him. Don't harm him, but do for him whatever he asks. So Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, Nebuchadnezzar, a chief officer, Nergal Sharazer, a high official, and all the officer, other officers of the king of Babylon sent, had Jeremiah taken out of the courtyard of the guard. They turned him over to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, and son of Shaphan, to take him back to his home. So he remained among his own people. While Jeremiah had been confined to the courtyard of the guard, the word of the Lord came to him. 
Go and tell Ebed-Melech, the Cushite, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I am about to fulfill my words against this city, words concerning disaster, not prosperity. At that time, they will be fulfilled before your eyes. But I will rescue, rescue you on that day, declares the Lord. He will not be given into the hands of those who you fear. I will save you. You will not fall by the sword, but will escape with your life. Because you trust in me, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 40. The word came to Jeremiah from the Lord after Nebuzaradan, the commander of the Imperial Guard, had released him at Ramah. He had found Jeremiah bound in chains among the, all the captives from Jerusalem and Judah who were being carried into exile to Babylon. When the commander of the guard found Jeremiah, he said to him, The Lord your God decreed this disaster for this place, and now the Lord has brought it about. He has done just as he said he would do. All this happened because you people sinned against the Lord and did not obey him. But today I am freeing you from the chains on your wrist. Come with me to Babylon, if you like, and I will look after you. But if you do not want to, then don't come. Look, the whole country lies before you. Go wherever you please. However, before Jeremiah turned to go, Nebuzaradan added, Go back to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has appointed over the towns of Judah, and live with him among the people, or go anywhere else you please. Then the commander gave him, gave him provisions and a present and let him go. So Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, at Mizpah, and stayed with him among the people who were left behind in the land. When the army officers and their men who were still in the open country heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, as governor over the land and put him in charge of the men, women, and children who were the poorest in the land and who had not been carried into exile to Babylon, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, jo uh, Johanan, and Jonathan, the sons of Kari, Sariah, the son of Tanhameth, the sons of Ephi, the Netaphathite, and Josiah, the son of Machathite, and their men. Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Japhan, took an oath to reassure them and their men. Do not be afraid to serve the Babylonians, he said. Settle down in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will go well with you. I myself will stay at Mizpah to represent you before the Babylonians who come to us. But you are to take harvest, you are to harvest the wine, summer fruit, and olive oil, and put them in your storage jars and live in the towns you have taken over. When all the Jews in Moab, Ammon, Edom, and the other countries heard the king of Babylon had left a remnant in Judah and had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, and son of Shaphan, as governor over them, they all came back to the land of Judah, to Gedaliah at Mizpah, from all the countries where they had been scattered, and they harvest an abundance of wine and summer fruit. Johanan, son of Kareem, and all the army officers still in the open country came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Nethanael, at Mizpah, and said to him, Do not do you know that Baal's king and Ammonites had sent Ishmael, son of Nethiah, to take your life? But Gedaliah, son of Achim, did not believe them. Then Johanan, son of Korea, said privately to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Let me go and kill Ishmael, son of Nathaniel, and no one will know it. 
Why should he take your life and cause all the Jews who are gathered around you to be scattered, scattered and the remnant of Judah to perish? But Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, said to Johanan, son of Karin, Don't do such a thing. What you are saying about Ishmael is not true. Jeremiah 41. In the seventh month, Ishmael, son of Nathaniel, Nethaniah, the son of Elishama, who was a royal blood and had been one of the king's officers, came with ten men to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, at Mizpah, while they were eating together there. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, and the ten men who were with him got up and struck down Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, and this, with the sword, killing the one who the king of Babylon had appointed as governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the men of Judah who were with Gedaliah and Mizpah, as well as the Babylon soldiers who were there. The day after Gedaliah's assassination, before anyone knew about it, 80 men who had shaved off their beards, torn their clothes, and cut themselves from the Shechem, Shiloh, and Samaria, bringing grain offerings and incense with them to the house of the Lord. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, went out to Mizpah to meet them, weeping as he went. When he met them, he said, Come to Gedaliah, son of Ahikam. When they went into the city, Ishmael, son of Nathanael, and the man who were with him, slaughtered them and threw them into the cistern. But ten of them said to Ishmael, Don't kill us. We have wheat and barley, olive oil and honey hidden in a field. So we let them alone and did not kill them with the others. <clears throat> now the cistern where he threw all the bodies of men he had killed along with Gedaliah was uh, the one King Asa had made as part of his defense against Baasha, king of Israel. Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, filled it with the dead. Ishmael made captives of all the rest of the people who were in Mizpah, the king's daughters, along with all the others who were left there, over whom Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, had appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam. Ishmael, son of Nathaniel, took them captive and set out to cross over the Ammonites. When Johanan, son of Korea, and the army officers who were with him heard about all these crimes, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, had committed. They took all the men, went to fight Ishmael, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah. They caught up with him near the great pool in Gibeon. When all the people Ishmael had with him saw Johanan, son of Korea, and the army officers who were with them, they were glad. All the people Ishmael had taken captive at Mizpah turned and went over to Johanna, son of Korea. But Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, and eight of his men escaped from Johanna and, and fled to the Ammonites. Then, when Johanna, son of Korea, and all the army officers who were with him led away the people of Mizpah who had survived, whom Johanna had recovered from Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, after Ishmael had assassinated Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the soldiers, women, children, and court officials he had recovered from Gibeon. And they went on, stopping at Geruth Kiham near Bethlehem on their way to Egypt to escape the Babylonians. They were afraid of them because Ishmael, son of Nathaniel, had killed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babylon had appointed as governor over the land. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may His light shine upon you.